Welcome to another episode or a podcast of Thinking About It. I'm here with Dr. Stan Fowler of Heritage Seminary, uh, who is a actually a professor emeritus at Heritage and a long-standing elder at Grandview Baptist Church, where I'm the lead pastor. And uh, we're here in, uh, doing this podcast because we don't have the luxury to think about things in an academic environment, but because we're a dynamic church, a lot of the things that we think about in the classroom we have to live with in real life in a church uh, where people come with all manner of backgrounds. Uh, last podcast, we were talking about how to speak truth, controversial truth, hard sayings in a culture that thinks totally different, and how to do that with grace. And we're going to follow that up today with one of those uh, ever-increasingly common questions that people in leadership or just devout Christians face. And uh, the question is, well, Stan, why don't you raise the question? Well, to put it simply, Bob, um, it's it's not the question either you or I really wants to have to address, but it, but it's one one we're forced to address, forced upon us in our time and place, is should I ever be willing to attend a same-sex wedding? Um, Canada was one of the first countries in the world to recognize same-sex unions as marriage in the same category as traditional heterosexual marriage. Uh, we, we legalized it, recognized it legally in 2005. Ten years later, uh, the USA followed course. But the, the reality is now, uh, many of us have, who have friends, neighbors, family members who are not only involved in same-sex relationships with which we, we feel we have to respectfully disagree, but, but now they either, either have become formally married or they're thinking or they're about it or they're, they've set a definite plan to get married. So some of us get confronted with the question, what do I do about people I love, people I really care about, people for whom I want nothing but the best? It's especially painful if it's a family member. I'm, I'm sure... I could probably name a pastor or two whom you and I both know who who have uh, at least one adult child who is uh, self-declared lesbian or gay. And I'm 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 thinking about this a fair bit right now because of a a a very good friend of mine, a pastor who has a daughter, a young adult daughter who's a self-declared lesbian. She got engaged last year and uh, is planning to be married this year. And so my friend and his wife have been agonizing about whether they can, with a clear conscience, attend their own daughter's wedding. And so this, this is not a merely theoretical question that we can easily talk about in the abstract. It's about real people. Okay, let me, can I just ask you a question? Number one, I think we need to wonder, what is it about Canada that led the way on this? What kind of country are we uh, that conceived of this notion that uh, was way ahead or way progressive uh, when you think of the rest of the nations? Well, that's maybe another broadcast. But my question, just for a follow-up, is how did, how did this pastor's daughter um, appreciate the predicament that her parents were in 
But do you know that? My, my understanding of it from 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 an extended uh, lunch that my wife and I had with this pastor and his wife is that their their daughter does understand that they are deeply conflicted. She, I, I, I think the evidence is she, she is not trying to create a problem for them. I think, if I understand it correctly, at some level she feels bad about that. But at the same time, she, she is committed to this relationship. I think this particular case is, is complicated by the fact that uh, this young woman has she she's had a string of of some very serious personal challenges apart from the sexuality question i mean she's had issues with with anxiety and depression and 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 a number of of very serious personality issues and and so and so in many ways she she's a very fragile person mm-hmm. right now and, and she's happy in this, and what loving person wouldn't want their loved one to be happy in whatever it is they've chosen to do? Well, yes, but it's it's not so much that, you know, this pastoral couple are, are saying we want our daughter to be happy. It's It's just more like, how destructive will it be for her, personally, if we don't at least attend the wedding? Now, the the pastor has no intention of walking his daughter down the aisle. Uh, there's no intention of formally, publicly affirming and blessing this union. They're only wrestling with, can we with a clear conscience be there? And does that imply um, endorsing it or approving it? Right. And and so that's something we need to think carefully about. Uh, if I If I merely attend a wedding ceremony... What what does that say? Am am I saying I I am happy that this couple have chosen to get married, um, or 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 does it not say that? Uh, you know, do, does yeah. it merely say I'm 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 here mm-hmm. out of love and respect? Um, is is there is there a way to attend a wedding without being actually affirming of all that's going on? So we we wrestle with that question. We might wrestle with. Well, is, is is there even a difference between being at the ceremony on the one hand versus being a part of the reception, which is which is more about mm-hmm. directly celebrating mm-hmm. this couple and what's happening here? Yeah, I, f- I think we can. This sounds familiar to me because as a pastor, there may be a wedding in my church that involves me going to a temple where it's just part of a culture and. Uh, expression and there are different aspects to a marriage and I find myself involved in one. Uh, I know a guy who wouldn't go to a baseball game because he said it's the liquor crowd there. I don't want to support what that's about. So this question surfaces in a variety of ways, um, but this this one this way is just so painful. Well, it really is, and and it, it it's not just about say differing opinions about whether this particular person ought to marry that particular person. It strikes at the heart of what marriage is uh, in, in and of itself. So it's, it's just difficult at multiple levels. I, for myself, I, I have a hard time imagining that I could ever, with a clear conscience, 
attend a a same-sex wedding, even if it was one of my own children uh, get, getting married. But as I say that, I, I do want to recognize n- not every situation is exactly alike. I mean, for example... We might, uh, one of the questions would be, what, what's the size of this wedding? If, if it's a big public wedding, then my presence there may, may indeed just obviously say to a whole lot of people, I'm here, I can affirm and bless this. But if you go quietly to a small wedding and word gets out, it's big news. Well, it, indeed. And, and obviously, if you or I do that sort of thing, it's it's big news b- because of our attachments to church leadership and in my case to uh, to a college and, and seminary. So we're we're representing more than ourselves individually. Mm-hmm. I I remember. I mean, I've had a f- you know conversations about various people. I I still remember um, a couple years back. I was involved twice actually in public panel discussions with uh, Sam Alberry from England, who is, who is one of the most, he's one of the best voices in the world. He's your friend? Speaking to this issue. Well, Can I, you get him to Grandview? I, I, I you work try, on that? I should try to do that. That'd be great. He's, he's, he's a wonderful guy who, who admits, uh, you know, he's been same-sex attracted. That's been his own experience, but he recognizes that that disposition is one manifestation of Indwelling sin, mm-hmm. and it's not a disposition that he can righteously live out. And so he he has he's a part of the Church of England, and he has spoken in public settings at a Church of England synod in opposition to blessing same-sex unions. He's taken all kinds of of shots for that. But it was interesting to see that when this particular question came up in in the panel uh, on on both occasions, he argued. There, there are good and bad reasons why you might actually, in unusual cases, go. And there are good and bad reasons why you would not go. So if I say I won't go, um, you know, because you, I'm, I'm totally repelled by you. I just can't stand you. Well, okay, obviously, I'm not speaking truth mm-hmm. with grace. But if I can say to the couple, I love you, I respect you, I care for you, I want good for you. But surely you can understand that 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 I'm in a conscience bind here, and and although I I value you as persons, that doesn't mean I can affirm every choice you make. And I know it's difficult for us to carry on a significant friendship while while I'm saying I, I refuse to go to your wedding. But life is sometimes awkward, and this is one of those really, really awkward moments. Do you think that would work? Would that work? I think it depends on the relationship you have with with the individual. Um, I mean, I think back to 1975 when I was a pastor back in the USA in Bloomington, Indiana, and and I I got involved in local discussions about gay rights for a whole, in in a whole for a whole lot of un, unusual reasons, and I ended up in conversation with with the president of the Bloomington Gay Alliance. And he said, would you be willing to lead a Bible study for people in the Alliance? And I said, wait a minute. I mean, surely you understand. I I can't, given my understanding of Scripture and God's revelation, I can't affirm a gay lifestyle. So 
how could this happen? And he said, I know that, but we have a lot of people from evangelical backgrounds, and it would be good for them. So at a personal level, we were able to carry on respectful conversation. But for some people for whom they have a major uh, agenda, it's going to be much more difficult to do that. So am I hearing you say that Sam says that there are times when, in good conscience, um, a, a believer, an evangelical believer, could attend a gay marriage. My understanding of him is that he would say yes in unusual, in some unusual, highly unusual and, and extreme situations, you might say, it could be envisioned, although the burden of proof would always be on on the believer who who chooses to go to such a wedding because of what being there seems to say about affirming same-sex marriage. Do you think there'd be a pile-on effect if someone in our circles were to do that? Do you think that um, we'd be gracious and say that's between you and uh, your family, or would we look at that as an occasion to speak truth and condemn someone like that? I th- I think the reaction would be mixed. I, I I think it might create some very useful public conversations among us about how how we relate to to highly unusual situations like that. I I hope that that we would be able to say even if I can't quite imagine ever making that choice, I I I do want to recognize that that there may be Mm-hmm. There may be some highly unusual situations where, as for this pastor friend of mine, I think I think one of the things he and his wife wrestle with is yeah. what will it do to the mental health of our daughter mm-hmm. if we refuse to even be there, no and matter what my, the fault. Even my reputation be. as a loving parent. Yes, you know, I I think maybe that's the issue that Jesus felt with when he was in the home of a tax collector, a notorious tax collector who had repented but was still identified with a with a crowd. And Jesus seemed to navigate that. He was okay to be there, knowing that people would think that he was endorsing that kind of lifestyle. A little bit different, but again, there's not a question that hasn't been asked before. Right. Well, Stan, we're out of time. I hope that we've given some light on this. We might have to follow it up next week with uh, another similar question. But we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Again, I'm Pastor Bob McGregor at Grandview Baptist Church, and I'm here with Stan Fowler, and this is Thinking About It. Thanks for listening. Thank you.